It's time for another edition of Your Home Discovery, broadcast nationally on AM and FM radio stations, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and more, plus easily found on most social media channels. Podcast available at yourhomediscovery.com. Your Home Discovery, keeping everything around your home sweet home looking great. Now, here's your host, Charlie Campbell. Welcome back to another edition of Your Home Discovery, where we talk about all kinds of home construction, renovation, and improvement topics, ideas, and we even take your projects apart with you. Info at yourhomediscovery.com, or you can click the links on our website and contact us that way. Joining us in studio, Annette Stahl with A Design Discovery. Altmeyer Homes, Stone and Story Real Estate. There's a whole alphabet. And of course, a Netstall International. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here. I am excited that you're excited. It's always great to have you on the program because you bring such a wealth of knowledge, inspiration, and an occasional funny or two. <laughs> well, it's always funny. <laughs> I think my favorite part is how you make up words mid sentence. And you act as if I'm already supposed to know what that word means, but that's okay. I'm going to keep track of them today. Well, being in the real estate industry, design industry, remodel, and new construction, there's lots of words that get mushed together at times. Mushed. There's another one of those words, mushed together. So as we try not to mush anything else together, you know, real estate across the country can take all kinds of dives throughout the year. You mentioned something, I don't know if it was a year ago or more, about really bringing all of this craziness in the media. I mean, you hear every day, interest rates are up, interest rates are down, interest rates are up, housing is up, housing is down. There's a lot of homes to buy. There's no homes to buy. I mean, it's all over the map, and it can really lead to confusion. It really can. I always look at real estate and dating very similar. (laughs) Yes. Um or even marriages or relationships. So you have relationships with people, communities, and you have a relationship with with your atmosphere of wherever you live. Right. So you always want to marry your home and date your interest rate. And you say that so, you say that so fast, but there's so much meat in what you just said. Marry your home, but date your mortgage. Right. You can refinance at any point. So if you, where you live, it should be functioning, flowing, and feeling like the dream life you want. Right. A lot of times when we go through transitions in life, whether we're getting married or getting divorced or someone dies or we have babies or our babies leave for college or all of those transitions change how we want to live. If all of a sudden there was six of you living in a home and now there's just two of you, do you want to pay for that air conditioning and heating and electricity for uh, upstairs maybe that no longer has anybody in it but twice a year? Sometimes we hang on to feelings, I think. You get a six, you know, you get six people in the home. We can't let go of the home because they're the feelings of the growing up. How often do you see that come into play? So often. I'm in the midst of a transition in my life and I coach on this. Um, I design for this of how do you want to function? How do you want to feel? How do you want your life to flow? And if you can get really clear on your desire, what is the desire of how you want it to be? And that's your why. 
And you right. got to hold on to that. So I've lived in a home for 12 years. I'm in the midst of a move. Um, and I'm doing one room at a time each week. Right. And I'm loving it. I'm using it. Or I'm letting it go. Okay. And then I made a fourth category of, well, but. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that has a place in the garage. Isn't that, that's what totes are for. Is the well but it is? We are co-creating uh, my fiance and I, so we're going to be consolidating two homes that we've both lived in alone with our children for ten years, and now we're going to live together. <laughs> and so I was explaining to him that you know when we come to a marriage, it's I give a hundred percent, you give a hundred percent, and that's how you show up. Because if you give fifty percent, right, it's not going to work. Right. And it's different. This is where relationships and homes are different. You got to get rid of at least, I said, you really have to get rid of more than 50%. Right. So I said, really, we've got to try to keep the 30% that we just truly, truly love and use. So if you bring your, you keep your 30%, I have my 30%. Now right. we're at 60. That gives us 20% of open space, so spaciousness of mm -hmm. what's going to happen. Sure. Where are we going to go? And then 20% to co-create because right. there'll be things that we need differently. Um, so far, I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> the first room, 50% is like, can't we take 50? So I only loaded 20% to take and 30% is in the garage holding tank. <laughs> there you go. If I don't open it in a month, mm -hmm. then it will have to find a new home. Something you said three times in a row, how do you want to, were the first words and at the end of those sentences, you said feel and function and live and all these different things. But we shot right past those, how do you want to? What does that really mean? It seems to me that means the focus of there can be something new and different. We often get stuck in that we do it this way because we've always done it that way. And what you're talking about is so deep in a thought transition of, wow, I can blank. Right. So if I always tell people on a piece of paper, write a line down the middle and I'll write a line across the top and write, this is what works. This is what doesn't work on the other side. <laughs> and sometimes it's easier where we're living to write down all the things that's not working. For mm -hmm. example, you know, we don't have a place for to put things when we walk in or we don't have a place to organize all of our papers or we or our kitchen isn't working. So write down everything that is just not working. It's frustrating. Right. Like just write it down and keep writing. Um, I love to set a timer because it pushes you to keep writing. Mm -hmm. It's fun to do with your partner. Like say, hey, you write it and I write it. Everybody that's living in the house, write it. Right. And that's really fun. And then kind of come up with your overall list. Then you can see like, okay, so now what is it I really desire? Right. right? right. And if it's easier to complain, complain away. Choose it. Don't try to avoid it. Just embrace it and then see what you can learn from it. Now, I'm really curious. You said you set a timer. Mm -hmm. And when you hit the start on the timer, are you saying to him when he says, look, the time is up and you're still writing, it's okay. I'm still getting <laughs> these thoughts out. 
Right? Is is there a gimme time past the, the There the is end a of gimme time. I like to set the timer for at least two minutes. That sounds like not very much time, oh, but, but is it is a, a very time. long time when you're writing. Yes. Um, my partner is a finance guy and he can't <laughs> read one word he writes. So this isn't a really fun <laughs> activity because I'm like, can you type yours? Because he can make anything up. I'm like, wait a minute. What is that? <laughs> and he could say, see, I did write it down. And just because you can't make it out doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Even when he sends cards to people, They'll call and be like, thanks for the card. Now, what did you write? (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty good at reading those hieroglyphics. You know, working with service technicians for years, their penmanship looks like a bug stepped in ink and ran around the page. So it's a little hard to figure out. But at the end of the day, you can can get through so many even, you know, I mean, what does writing it down do? Gets it out of your head. Gets it out of your head. Right. Our heads are where we love to function from. And our heads can only tell us what has happened or any fear it's protecting us from. Right. And so when we can get it out and drop down into our bodies, into our hearts, and really breathe and get really present with ourselves, all of a sudden this juicy stuff comes up and it starts changing everything. Doesn't it, though? And when it does, it changes it a couple of ways. It it helps us in other areas of our lives. I mean, we're talking about building a home. We're talking about how you want to live. Let's get these things out. Other thoughts and emotions and feelings come out along with those as you write those down. Right. And if you can get clear, if you can get clear on what's not working, what is working, how you want to feel, how you want to function and how you want your life to flow, you can hire experts to help you with design, with finding the perfect home, with renovation. You may not know. Right. You may not know if you need to do just a restyle or it needs to be a renovation or if it needs to be. That's when you can find the professionals. And I, I'm not a picture perfect girl. So I'm a designer. But I think picture perfect is for a photo shoot, not for a life. Right. <laughs> so right. I think if you're clear on how you want to live and you bring somebody in that's picture perfect, then you can mush. Let's use that word again. Oh, it boy. Together. <laughs> I'm glad I wrote that <laughs> to down. All work. <laughs> Wasn't it smush before? Oh, it was smush before. So you you took the S off of it, but (laughs) it still has the same ending meaning, I I, I believe. You know, you you mentioned something a little bit ago, and that is trying to figure out the scenario behind do we build new? Do we renovate? Do we buy something different? Let's take apart how you sit down and get started in that whole process. I mean, this is a rather involved topic, and I know that it's going to come with some doodles because you are quite the artist when you're thinking about these kinds of things, right? I am. Uh, it does come with doodles, and it comes with you've got to start a step back. You're absolutely right. You've got to start getting clear. Yes. So we're going to get clear next. Whatever you do, don't touch that dial. Stay tuned. Your home discovery continues straight ahead. Your home discovery now continues. Here's your host, Charlie Campbell. We are back on this edition of Your Home Discovery, joined in studio by Annette Stahl. A design discovery. Stone and Story Real Estate, Daltonmeyer Homes, the list goes on and on. Not to forget... A Netstall International. And I'm sure the word smushed is somewhere <laughs> in there. What we were talking about was really trying to start at the top tier of divisions. So we're in a home. 
or we want to be in a home. So now, are we going to build? Are we going to buy? Are we going to renovate where we are? Let's take those apart and get kind of in depth in the questions that you ask. How do you walk someone through those discovery steps? Discovery is exactly it. And how much fun can we have doing this? Right. So the energy you put in is the energy you'll get out. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we go in and we want to know the exact right answer. Guess right. what? There is no right answer. <laughs> Because it's ever-changing based on where you are in life. So what I work with people on is getting really clear on how you want to live. What does that mean? Right. How do you want to live is what is most important to you? Is it travel? Is it spending time with your kids? Is it if you have a bucket list? So I, I had a partner that I loved dearly that died of cancer, and I became attached to living instead of just dying every day. So what is your bucket list? What is it? What's your bucket list for this year? If it's going to the lake, if it's traveling, you may have a smaller house budget. It doesn't mean you make less. It just means you want to spend less on where you live because you have these other things you want to do. Correct. You may be somebody that loves your home and loves to entertain and everybody to come to your home. You may have a bigger investment percent of total to your investment in your home. Sure. So there is no right or wrong. Right. It is what is right for you in this stage, this time of your life in this place. And sometimes talking about those things helps to provide some clarity for us. And it gets fun to dream. I'm like, let's have fun. Right. Let's not have limits. Right. Like, well, I couldn't do that because like, I don't know how many times I have these questions oh. and people are like, yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And, yes. Right? yes. And let's just be limitless. We, we'll put boundaries on this. Uh-huh. So we are going to lay out everything we dream without limit. Now, in this process, after we lay that out and we get some clarity, you're going to learn some things about people in your family, people you're living with. Yes. This isn't a question you ask every day. Right. It makes you start thinking of things. In fact, it made me look at my top three bucket list items, and it, these are the these are the oddball caution warnings, and the I don't know why. Number one says, whenever it's raining, don't go anywhere near a net where a puddle is nearby. <laughs> what does that mean? We should always jump in puddles. Every day we should play. Like preschool was the best time of life. Why did we leave it? I think that was six months ago, and my <laughs> shoes are from that day are still wet from you jumping in that puddle. But thinking through those things and and then getting deeper into each one of those topics, when you say, how do you want to live? How does that mean? I mean, let's take that down into how does the entire family unit operate? Who's getting ready for work when? What functions are important? Obviously, you don't want an open master suite that has the master shower and the bed in an open area together if one works nights and one works days and showers are happening at opposite times, we really have to take a lot of that apart. We do have to take a lot of that apart. And so first we're going to look big. So for this year, what are the things we want on our list that would be on our bucket list, right? Then we're going to look, once we look at the whole year, we're going to look at, okay, so are there any holidays? What do we want to do about holidays? What do we want to do about gatherings? Okay, we're going to look at that. All right, right, now we've went down to sections, right? Now we're going to look at, Okay, let's think on a daily basis. How do we want to feel when we wake up? Do we want to feel relaxed, refreshed, or excited for the day? None of those are right or wrong. Right. 
Right. And what do our mornings look like? And each person may have a different morning. We were laughing in my house because my dad and I are all about quiet. We would get up an hour earlier than everywhere else just to have an hour of quiet. We never spoke to each other, handed each other the paper. This is this tells how, how old I am. Uh, <laughs> but we drank, you know, we drank our drink, we ate, ate our cereal and handed each other the paper, never spoke and enjoyed that 45 minutes before everybody else got up. What is it about that silence time? Uh, for me, that's huge. It was so connective for me. And uh, my fiance was like, how is that connected? Y'all just barely looked at each other. Like, I mean, we grunted here and there. It wasn't. Um, and I'm so talkative and live. No. But you talkative? I know, but I don't no. start out that way. My mornings have to start out super slow and quiet and right. me. It right. is all about me and filling my cup before I can integrate into the world. My mom and my brother were the opposite. Right. They are extroverts. They woke up and wanted interaction immediately, which made me insane. <laughs> and I think that's important when you're making this list that it's okay to be selfish. That's what this is about. Totally about. And you and I, the fun part of it is everybody learning about each other. Right. Like, oh, I didn't realize that's why you got up earlier. <laughs> right. Yes. And so we're like, okay, so now we got up, we have our cup filled. And now how do we get out? How do we get out of the house? What's the next thing we want to happen? Right. And then we look at that and then we look at, okay, so everybody's gone for the day doing whatever they need to do. What times does everybody come home? What do they need when they come home? Okay. Before we get to the come home, let's go to the go to work. Because you just made my brain flash on one of my bucket list items. And this will show how old I am. The Jetsons had this thing where George would step on it. And it was this belt that took him through and did the whole bathing, hair, shaving. I mean, it was all automated and a coffee cup came out and it hand. I want one of those belts. I feel like that is very general in men. <laughs> They have a whole go to the bathroom, shower, shave, and it's like a very specific routine. Um, and that's really important in the master bathroom, right? Well, a routine is important if your end goal is to. Now, here we go. We're going to take this apart. You said, what is the goal? What is your get out the door goal? My goal is not to make an entire half a day out of getting ready to go. So, yes, it's in order and it's just whoosh. You don't miss a step. You haven't forgotten anything. That actually is me too. Um, believe it or not, even though I'm a girl, um, I don't do that makeup thing because you have to stay in the lines and that seems confusing. Um, so, <laughs> so I am very similar to that. That explains things as I, I sit here looking across the room. Okay. So that's I get it. very important to me too. And for a lot of women... They love their bathroom time. Right. That is their luxury. So they want an hour of bathroom time without anybody else. So it's perfect that their partner wants to be fast. Sure. So that they can have their time. Right. Um, so those are the things we talk about. Like, what is important to you? Some women like to have their whole closet as like it's this dressing room and that's sure. where they do their makeup. Some sure. people like the bathroom. So those are the things we talk about. But you're right. That's all part of getting out in the morning. Some people have, um, you know, their master suite is part of that. They have meditation. They might have a meditation room. They might have. So those are all the important things we talk about for the morning. And when you start taking those things apart and you, you present ideas, have you thought of this? Well, that would never have come up had the topic not come up. I remember doing a master bath renovation 25 years ago, and I was observant in the renovation that when I walked in the bathroom, it was a two-sink 
laboratory set, his, hers, his, container of shaving cream, a razor, a toothbrush, tube of toothpaste. That was it. I think she had a sink and a faucet. I'm pretty sure because some of the stuff piled around it was down in the sink, I think. But it was packed. And I remember saying, you're not using the middle section here. What if this was different and you had a drop down? Do you prefer to sit or stand when you use all of this? And I don't think that's how I worded it. But there was, And she looked at me and she said, I never thought I could sit down when I do my makeup. It's just always been in my head I'd have to stand up. And we redesigned that area to have a sit-down space for her to do her makeup, and it made all the difference. She was able to stay in the lines better. Well, and sometimes I do cute little closets by that so that all their stuff is hidden because right. sometimes all that stuff out makes one partner crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they need their whole separate vanities. Sometimes... Um, how you get ready really does make a big difference. And you'd be surprised. Sometimes it's the guy that needs more space and mm-hmm. has more things, especially yeah. if they have the whole beard thing. I had no idea how many products are involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to make a whole beard drawer. I used, um, like, you use seasonings, right. you know? Right, right. Um, Spices. I, yeah, yeah, I used a spice drawer, and it's all his beard things. <laughs> it's very cute. But I had no idea because I had never been with somebody with a really ornate beard. Well, and now you understand more about that than you ever thought would I never come into knew play. I didn't understand all that. And so I think that that you just said is what gets us back to why we start with the list. Right. We learn things we didn't know. It opens up our eyes about things that we weren't really in tune with or aware of. Gives us a different perspective. Gives us that that word that you use so often, but yet. I think we go past it so fast sometimes we don't give it enough credence, and that's clarity. Clarity and really being willing to ask for what we desire. I also find sometimes we feel guilty for desiring. Well, and again, that's why I had to point out that when you make these lists, these lists are about being selfish. So we're going to take those lists and evolve them straight ahead. More helpful ways to build and improve your home sweet home are straight ahead. Stay tuned. Your home discovery now continues. Here's your host, Charlie Campbell. Thanks for staying with us here on Your Home Discovery. I am Charlie Campbell inviting you to our website, yourhomediscovery.com. If you missed part of today's program or any other, you can click on Listen Now and the podcasts are there. You can also find this podcast on your favorite podcasting site. If you can't, go to our website and shoot me a link and let me know which one you couldn't find us on. (laughs) There's this team of people, believe me, I don't know how to do it, but there's a team of people that are connecting those dots for you. We are joined in studio this morning by artist extraordinaire. I hear you make some really good drawings. We're going to talk about that in a little while. Annette Stahl, a design discovery, Stone and Story Real Estate, Daltmeyer Homes. We're talking about Building versus remodeling and or versus buying something new to us, a pre-owned home, if you will. So we started talking about this with our lists. How do you want to blank? And there's a whole bunch of different words that you put in there. As you sketch a pig, no, it's a mule. I can't quite tell what it is. But the cool part is... (laughs) It doesn't have to have 
specific clarity. What I realize in general is it's an animal. <laughs> and I'm just going to say it's an animal. And I'll have to maybe post this on our social sites and let others see if they can make out what it is. And I'm not going to say we're going to take some votes. Maybe that'll be fun. <laughs> so now we have this, this selfish list. What do we do with it? What's next? So, so far we've written down everything that's not working for us. We've written down our desires and now we've started going through our day and figuring out what part of our day, how we want it to function. How sure. we want to get out of the house in the morning, how sure. we want it to feel when we come home, how bedtime feels. And then what we're going to do is we are going to see where our house is in alignment and where our house is out of alignment. So if it is, you know, everything is really working really well, but we need a better entry in order for us to enter and leave. And we need a better master suite. Maybe um, there may be restyling we can do to help things work, which that would be an inter interior designer or my design job is working with you. Almost always, we have to start by opening the space for it. So when we made that list of everything that didn't work, that is our, how, what do we need to let go? Right. So if we're not using it, we're not in love with it, and we just have it because Grandma Frida gave it to us and we need to keep it, and we feel bad, those things are taking space. They're taking energy. So we have to let them go. So usually right. my first act is for us to go through and really feel what can we let go of? And typically this is a process, but mm -hmm. once we do that, then we can say, okay, now what can we bring in to maybe organize better or just bring in a pop of color and make it flow better. Now, if it's a bathroom and there just is not the storage we need, or it is just not functioning how we need it to function, um, the house I'm getting ready to move into with my fiance, the shower's three by three. That oh is, boy. Yeah. My shower, to give you a perspective, <laughs> is 42 inches by seven foot. So, so I'll give you a perspective on that. Have you seen a football field? <laughs> 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 and an outhouse. That's what I'm moving to. The football field of the house. <laughs> so for me, and it uh, was built in the 50s. It had one owner before him. And the ceiling in the shower is seven foot. I don't know why they did that. So I literally feel like I'm in my coffin getting wet every time I try to shower in it. Um, so for me, a bathroom remodel is like, very high on the list. Some him, people, it's the kitchen. Some but. people make a list. Annette has made a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you sound like my fiance. Well, just, um, I think he messaged here a little bit ago. Yeah. So, and budget's going to come into this too. We do not want to be house poor. Remember right. the bucket list we did at the beginning? Absolutely. So, we may try to restyle and see if that can band aid it until we can be you know, create the abundancy right. for us to do the remodel. We may look at it and go here, let me give you a cost of the remodel. So let's say that you lived in a home. We're just going to use easy round numbers. You live in a home that's 200,000. And I look at the remodel it would take for this space to align with you. And I'm like, Hey, we'd need to invest a hundred thousand right. and the houses in this neighborhood. Um, you would be at the top of where they're going to go. Right. So maybe we need to look at, some, sure. some homes sure. to see if we could find a home that had more of the things you're looking for. Right. That does not mean you have to go buy a new home. Right. That means let's discover exactly. what is available in this time and place 
in this time in this price range because okay i can get this for 300,000 or i can remodel what i have and be at 300,000 sure. so let's get some clarity right so as when i'm saying it's not like i'm going to come in and say all right give me your list this is what we're going to do go 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 and <laughs> done it does not work that way <laughs> you do that as if you've raised a couple of boys but i'm going to leave that alone <laughs> So, like you said, it gives you that clarity. So then you're able to to go out and look to see if there's something that does give you. So so now taking that scenario one step further, you found a home that's three hundred. Your home with a hundred thousand in it would be three hundred and would have maybe achieved all the goals. Now you can go back this list. That's why this list and this planning mm-hmm. is so important. Now we compare it to this home we're looking at purchasing. Right. And so now you're like, hey, let's have a discussion. Right. You know, maybe you love your neighborhood, maybe the backyard. You know, you're like, I I think I want to do the remodel. And now you're really clear and sure. You're not Absolutely. in the middle of a messy remodel right. <laughs> living in your basement. I was up, you know, do your upstairs going, oh, my gosh, why did we not just move? You know, and I think sometimes we miss some of the obvious things. Uh, we, we talk about the clarity. We talk about the list of how you want it to feel, flow, and function, how you want to live. All of that stuff makes sense. But when we're comparing renovating a home to buying a home, the known variables, if they're close, are pretty comforting sometimes. You know the neighborhood. You know the neighbors. Yeah, it's kind of a guess right? when you're looking at another property. You don't know the neighbor. You don't know the neighbors. Right. Right. And we could get into this and you decide, well, I'm not really happy with any of the existing available. Can we explore building? Right. And so now there's all kinds of variables. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I still enjoy that process. The reason I enjoy that process is now we are dreaming from the ground up. How much would that cost? Almost always new construction costs more than existing. Right. So you're going to be looking at 20 to 30% more for new construction. And you might be like, but then it's exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. So the bucket list I had for this year, I'm willing to pare that down to one thing and add it to next year. Or I'm willing. Sometimes I've had couples that build and then they create another income. So they um, have a hobby that they love to do that could become an income. Maybe they teach baseball or maybe they, one of them redid furniture. So they would buy furniture and then redo it and resell it. So they were able to make up the extra cost by having the space to do the hobby they love to do anyway. So there's all kinds of things that happen in the process. So the discovery is in the journey. You're absolutely right. when they call me in and they're like, you don't have an answer for me? I mean, I met with you 20 minutes. Like, how do we not have the whole solution here? I don't have a solution. I'm holding space for you to become clear and do a discovery journey with me. Wouldn't it be nice to have a uh, how you want to live vending machine? You put in your dollar and a quarter and you just push the button. Easy life. A uh, lot at home. Um, you just push these little checklists and it just pops out the perfect answers. You know, and we talked about neighbors. That's that's a tough subject. It's a tough subject. It's really why is. people move a lot. It is. As a real and, estate agent, I get a lot of business from really and, neighbors and, that are not in alignment. It's what I find really, I mean, it's funny. It's tongue in cheek funny. It's kind of sad too. Yeah, we're going to stay in this home because we love the next door neighbor. Six months later, renovations finished. Next door neighbor moves. 
Right. <laughs> it is. It is. It's I, not a permanent thing. It isn't a permanent thing, and there's no way to control that. And then right. people are like, well, I'm going to go live out in the country. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm mowing the whole weekend. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> I'm driving, right? So it, it's all why we have the discussion. And we're so used to getting on our phones, taking a survey, and getting an answer. Right. And I'm like, well, I mean, that answer is probably really great for this second, this minute right? for just you, but we're dealing with a family. We're dealing with a life. Mm -hmm. Like we're dealing with, um, what do we, you know, if we could do anything in five years, what would we do? Sometimes when I'm talking to empty nesters, they're like, yeah, you know what? I do want to be here for a while. And then I think I want to, right? Right. And they're like, look at each other like, oh, we, I guess we should have talked about that. <laughs> Isn't right? it funny how that works? How long do you want to be in the home? I think I want to be in the home five years. And it's amazing how 10 years later, we're still there. I, I want to take apart that time element. I'd, I'd like to talk a little more in detail about, okay, this is how you see it and how you want it to be today. How do you see those same things with the addition of a child, the child moving away, whatever the case may be, depending upon the ages, how does all that come into play? How do we take those things and really analyze this exact situation two years down the road, five years down the road? And I'm going to give you a couple seconds to think about it. How far down the road do you look? Stay tuned. Your home discovery continues straight ahead. Your home discovery now continues. Here's your host, Charlie Campbell. Thanks for staying with us here on Your Home Discovery. I am Charlie Campbell. Certainly hope you find our social media sites and do the appropriate thing. You know, I still don't understand that silly looking little thumb on Facebook. And then, you know, LinkedIn has its own little thumb as well i think trying to but neither one of them look like a thumb i digress charlie campbell and i am joined in studio this morning by annette stall annette why can't they draw a better thumb well you saw my doodles you didn't even know what it was <laughs> i still don't know what it is and i'm waiting for the survey i'm going to post that here shortly on at least some of our social media and we're going to do a little survey and see if people can figure out what that little doodle is but right. you did do it in like an eighth of a second i mean it, it not like you spent a ton of time and you weren't even looking at something else when you compared it so I'm pretty impressed well it was just fun so we were talking earlier we, we made our lists we talked about how we want to live how we see each action of the day we started taking apart the whole whether we remodel whether we relocate whether we build new we talked about those three we cannot when we're when we're thinking about something like a home we cannot look at just today. We have to consider at least some of our known future. There's a lot that we don't know. I get that. So last year at this time, did you guess this is what you would be doing a year later? No. Okay, no. five years. So as we talk about this, we're like our accuracy level is going to be, oh, I don't know, 20%. <laughs> sure, sure. So I always tell everyone, let's think about in five years – what are all the things that could be? Right. And then what we end up doing is we lay, I always love to leave people with at least two scenarios that feel really like they could be possible. Right. Like they feel good. They're right. like, yeah, that feels, you know, mm -hmm. when you get that feeling like, 
Wow. Oh, absolutely. I'm kind of excited. Um, and if it's two or three, I don't want more than three because that's too much. I want at least two so that you can compare and contrast. Right. And then I like to leave that with you so that you can have the discussions. Like, let's talk about. So if we moved, here's all the advantages we have. Here's all the disadvantages. And we talk about that before I leave, but you can add them. If you stay and remodel, here's all the advantages. Here's all the disadvantages, sure. right? If you go, you know what? I think that we want to be able to move to a whole new city and do a whole new thing in two years. So I think we're going to make this work. And we talk about a restyle. Then what are right. the advantages and disadvantages of that? What does it feel like to live out of alignment with your environment for two years? <laughs> right. Is it worth it? It could be. It could be like, here's how much money we would save. And so this is what it would allow us to do. Right. I've had a couple that bought and moved to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're working mobile and they love to teach scuba diving, you know. Right. And so it was worth it for them. Sure. Because they were just so excited about the possibility of what was happening. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it's just being totally aware that I choose. Sure. How much different does it feel when you choose versus, oh, my gosh, I have to live here. Right. And sometimes one partner may be like, oh, I got to do this because the other partner, then that becomes a therapy session with your therapist, not with your designer. Not with your designer. (laughs) That's where you get the referral. Is that where, you know, in the old days, you know, Andy Taylor, he would turn around and get the different hat or whatever, you know, wearing the different. I do. I do coaching and I do help. But there is a certain level where I see and can feel that it's a relationship. Sure. And they are at a point, and oftentimes we want to do something. We're Americans. Mm-hmm. And so we're just like, okay, this doesn't feel right, so let's do something. Like, how many people <laughs> Even get if it's on wrong. Amazon? Right. Even if it's like, wrong, let's like, do something. How many times do you find yourself on Amazon or you find yourself in a store buying something or you're like all of a sudden gathering your friends to go have wine and appetizers, right? <laughs> You're like, and you know, I'm sensing out of this that your therapy is either shopping or eating. I'm just saying. Well, it could be. Good therapy for me is walking in nature and yoga, but yes. in a crunch, let's eat something or shop. So that is our inclination. So a lot of times when I get called in, it may be that the discovery session was really what they needed more than mm-hmm. any kind of move. Right. And many times I leave them with information and we, I always set up a follow-up for two weeks, but I give them two weeks because you kind of got to set with it. Sure. Absolutely. The, one of the challenges I also coach on is if you now take this to your friends, mm-hmm. remember your friends all have an investment in you staying exactly how you are, because if you change something, it changes, <laughs> it their changes life. for them. Yes, <laughs> right? absolutely. So you have to be a little bit careful when you share it with friends and family. Not that you can't share it. Right. Just make sure you're checking back in with you and what feels true to you. And you're not getting swayed by what everybody wants you to do because everybody wants what's best for them. So a, a credence that I'd like to look at when we talk about we could renovate or we talk about we could build new. Uh, the thing I like about renovating or building new, there's so many known variables that are already at play. When you relocate, you buy an existing home. It's you don't know what you don't know. Right. How do you coach someone through as much of you don't know what you don't know as you can? I think that's really important. 
So the first thing is the neighborhood and the neighbors. So I ask them to <laughs> drive by the house in the morning when you go to work and after work. Oh, yeah. Because that tells you what's going on. I ask them on the weekends to walk. So if they're walkers or they have a pet, take your dog. Um, you will know. So my little cockapoo got bit by a dog. <laughs> so this is like an important one. Right. Because if you have a little dog and there's a bunch of dogs that aren't leashed and mm-hmm. are going to bite your dog, do you want to live in that neighborhood? Right. Maybe not. So not that I want your dog to get bit, but just <laughs> you're going to see a lot of things pretty quickly walking the neighborhood on the weekends. Um, so that's the neighborhood part. That's the location part. And check it out at school times as well. Oh, yes. I definitely. went to a house one time. I, I was looking at a, an issue. It was a problem. I don't even remember why I went there. The only piece of this puzzle that I remember so vividly was when I parked, it was in front of their home along the curbing. When I left, I had to wait 20 minutes because there were lines of cars, no school buses. It was parents lined up to a school I wasn't even aware was around the corner. Right. That is a big one. That is a good point. So that's all your neighborhood things. As far as the house, we'll do a home inspection. The home inspector will not find everything. Right. There's no way. He can't take your drywall off and your insulation off and look in your walls. Right. So he's going to do his best. So that will tell us a lot about an existing home. Um, You just have to be ready to go in. I always have kind of a contingency budget. So let's say you're buying an existing home because there's only one thing you need to change when you move in. Right. Maybe the bathroom just needs new cabinetry and you didn't like the countertop or something like that. That's totally fine. We'll budget that in. Just know when we take all that out, we don't necessarily know the plumbing behind the wall if it's okay or there's any problems. Exactly. So we always put a little bit of contingency money in. Right. So contingencies, hiddens, things we don't know of, there's a perspective there. I really didn't realize that having the doorway here was going to bother me so much. I didn't really realize that when the furnace kicks on, I hear it so loudly in this room. There, there are idiosyncrasies and things about every property. You know it probably so well you've forgotten some of it in the home you live in. You don't know what you don't know about the new one. And that's the, that's the unknown that's just a struggle to figure out. It is. And this is when it comes down to your personality, so yeah. you got to know yourself. Right. So there's not much that bothers me because I'm like, I, oh, that's a solution. I like <laughs> to come up with. <laughs> Ooh, there's a puddle. I know my fiance, I have this piece of art that is named Rearrange. It's an original piece of art. And um, he liked it. And I was so excited. So I was like, yes, this is perfect. Because as I move in, we're going to be rearranging. So every weekend I'm at his house, we're rearranging. Because I'm like, we don't know. Right. So I love that. I love that change. Mm-hmm. That is completely new for him. (laughs) His kids are like, he's lived here 10 years and never moved anything. (laughs) Uh, What was it? A year ago, we had the whole discussion about you saw a shelf or something that you didn't like. So you got a Sawzall and he went to take the dog out and you took care of it. Yep. It's gone. (laughs) Um, So life was very new for him. So for me, moving would be super easy. For right. him, I knew I was moving to him. <laughs> right. He, because that is, he's very stable. It's just one of the things I love about him. Mm-hmm. Stability probably isn't something you would use to name me. <laughs> 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 Creativity. <clears throat> 
So there's there's always good and bad. So usually when I'm working with a family, there's going to be some of them that moving is going to work regardless what it's like. And there's going to be some of them that moving is going to be hard regardless what it's like. Mm -hmm. Renovation is going to be hard regardless what it's like. My oldest son is like this. Like anything changes. He hasn't been home in three months. And he's like, Mom, why did you move that picture? But it sure did in his mind. So finding that person that you can trust, no matter where you are in the country, is crucial. It is, and that they'll listen and that they'll help you through it. Absolutely. Thanks for enjoying another edition of Your Home Discovery with Charlie Campbell, a presentation of CQH Ranch LLC, keeping everything around your home sweet home looking great. Broadcast nationally on AM and FM radio stations, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and more, plus easily found on most social media channels. Tune in again soon for more tips and ideas to keep your home sweet home looking great. Podcast available 24-7, yourhomediscovery.com.